0: The following talk was given at Mile High Church in Lakewood, Colorado. Please visit our website at milehighchurch.org. It is so great to be with you this evening and to share the stage, share the service with some of our amazing next gens from our community. So with me tonight we have Sid Shaw, Eduardo Pina Corona, and later on Melissa Berg, who is a brand new practitioner, will be sharing our prayer ritual with us. So for me, Mile High, it's been an interesting journey. Um, I've been at Mile High for 19 years, and what I was really looking for was a place for my children to have a spiritual foundation. I really wanted to create that for them. I grew up Catholic, and at a young age, early teens, I realized that I had different views, different values. And so when my children were younger, I wanted something for them, so that they can create their own journey, their own you know, um, path for their healing, for their awakening. But what I didn't recognize when I found Mile High or when Mile High found me was that I was looking for a place for my own growth to continue you know, in a community, a spiritual community that I never had before. And so how about you, Sid? How did you find Mile High?
1: Um, I found Mile High, it was a friend of my mom's, who was like, hey, you should come check this place out. Um, And I came to, I remember I would stayed up way too late the night before and kind of rolled out of bed and was like, okay, where are you taking me? Um, And uh, I remember it was was like a wow moment for me um, throughout the service and then during the benediction song when everybody was holding hands and singing, um, I teared up and was like, yeah, My heart feels at home right now. Yeah. And that was how I came to be here. (laughs) And how long have you been here? Um, it's been oh going on six years. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. And how about you, Eduardo? How did you find Mile High?
2: So it's been a beautiful journey. It's been an absolutely amazing journey. I uh you might not be able to tell, but um I wasn't born in the US. I lived in Mexico for 13 years. And uh Tiny tiny town, little speck of a town. Um, town so small you could sneeze, and everybody everybody blesses you. But um, I moved to the U.S. when I was 13, and uh, I completely lost my connection with spirit. Uh, trying to find myself back, and and the world. Who I am, who 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 am I? What am I doing? I mean, trying to learn the language, trying to make new friends, trying to make this connection with. Uh, with my father, who had been in the u s even before I was born um, it was it was very it was absolutely it was absolutely interesting and and a beautiful beautiful journey to unfold um, I completely fell off from my spiritual journey i i I found myself throughout my teenage years and in my early twenties in a place where I completely disowned, very similar to you, I was, I was raised in the Catholic tradition mm-hmm. and something about it just didn't seem to resonate with me. And my grandfather, who pretty much raised me up until I was 13, uh, started getting really sick and he came to the US for the, for the, medical, for the medical needs and in his deathbed, He had a mantra which said, en nombre de Dios voy caminando y la Virgen me va ayudando. I walk in the name of God with the mother by my side. So right in that moment, I knew that those words had to take me somewhere. So I went back into the Catholic Church. And I did a lot of studying of the, uh, the, the Bible, and I did a lot of studying of other religions. And there was a conflict in my mind that said, there is no way that 1.2 billion Hindus have it wrong. And I started noticing all the uh, similarities and the differences between religions. And at the end of the day, it took me back to my grandfather's mantra. And it said, we're all just walking in the name of God with the mother by our sides. And that was two years ago when I found myself back at Mile High and haven't left ever since.
0: Wow, that's an amazing, what a journey. I know for me, one of the things that I value about the Mile High Church community um, and even Science of Mind is that we are a space where there's just unconditional support and unconditional love and acceptance and the reminder that of oneness, you know, that we're all one and we're all navigating our own journey in one way or another. What have you found that has been most significant about Mile High, the community, or science mind teaching?
1: Um, absolutely, community has been very, very healing for me. Um, um, after I first came, you know, it was on and off for a little while, and then um, I had my daughter. And becoming a mother made me realize there was some inner child work that I needed to do. Um, and having a community where I felt comfortable being vulnerable mm-hmm. and real and authentic and felt loved wherever I was. Um, and I mean, even just being in this sanctuary, you know, the days where you're really in it and can't even hear the message on the stage, just being in this space, you know, I could just feel it creeping in the healing yeah. <laughs> there's no there's no escaping it um and you know just feeling so fortunate I've got my choir family I've got next gen um the people I do diversity and inclusion work with and um and being able to lean into those relationships and those friendships and and how um that, Transmuting of the fear even bled into my other interpersonal relationships um, and being able to be brave and vulnerable in those and those relationships got deeper and more authentic and, um, and letting those walls down allowed me to love myself more truly yeah. um, which just, I feel like, makes me a better mom and so, yeah, grateful for the community at Mile High, definitely.
0: Yeah, powerful, for sure. And how about you, Eduardo? What's the most with the thing that you appreciate the most or sticks out the most about Mile High or Science of Mind?
2: One thing that sticks out the most about Science of Mind is the the welcomeness, the the inclusivity. Mm -hmm. Um, I found myself in this place where I knew that if I wanted to raise a family and the legacy that I wanted to leave for my children was gonna be one where women would be able to look men in the eyes and see them as equals where people of color would be able to look at people of of other ethnicities, white people, anybody who it would be. And they would be able to see the same human right in front of them. Mm -hmm. And I know that science of mind is based on those principles that we are all one, that we are all equal, and that we are all one in the eyes of God. And that is the legacy worth living for. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think being in a community where you feel comfortable showing up as who you are and you're able to see others and the truth of who they are right where they are, regardless of conditions, regardless of anything that has happened in, in the past, it's being seen, you know, is, is a powerful thing. And so what is, where are you finding inspiration right now?
1: Um right now it's definitely leaning into those relationships that I've built through mile high. Um, uh, it's for me, you know, with everything going on, it's so easy to want to isolate and just kind of hide. Um, and my friends don't let me do that. (laughs) They check in on me. Um, and, and it's, it's been a good reminder to, to, to just lean into, um, you know, those friendships, those relationships, knowing that, um, I'm taken care of and, and, and my community loves me and here for, is here for me. And, and then it's just, you know, another reminder of oneness and, um, you know, that I can also love everyone where they are at right now too. Um, because I, I receive it so bountifully thanks to my community and my friendships.
0: Perfect. How about you, Eduardo, where are you finding inspiration right now?
2: I think I could definitely resonate to, to what you said uh, in the oneness. Um, I continue to go back to uh, Ernest Holmes' uh, teachings and uh, the, the last sermon by the sea. There's, there's a part that always resonates with me so, so deeply where he uh, says, uh, find me the person who's given up all, all love without morbidity, and I will find you a, a truly a lover of the soul. And I think what I find behind that is um, finding God in everything that you do, whether it be making breakfast in the morning, whether you be doing laundry, whether it be going to bed, and just thanking God for another day. It's it's a state of being in which you continuously step into grace. What Jesus referred to as being in the kingdom, mm-hmm. we are continuously engaged by that all power that is life.
0: Yeah, I mean, finding God wherever you are is, is a powerful reminder, It's a powerful reminder. Well, thank you both for joining me tonight. I appreciate your wisdom, your insights, and just your presence and your friendship. So tonight, the title that landed for me for this evening was Revealing the Diamond in the Rough. And when I sat with that title, It was interesting because I kept wanting to be searching outside, searching outside of myself for something that will bring me happiness, something that will bring fulfillment in some way. But when I continued to sit with that title, The Diamond in the Rough, the question came to mind of what if it's not an outward journey? What if we're not seeking that diamond out there, but instead we're seeking the diamond within us? What if we are the diamond? And as I continue to just contemplate that, that's what felt true, this inward journey of remembering the truth of who we are. It is so often that we seek that fulfillment, we seek happiness in other people, in relationships, in things out there. But the journey is really... About remembering and uncovering that radiance, that brilliance that is within us all the time, that inherent beauty that is our divine birthright. I remember, you know, Marianne Williamson, she says, We're all here to shine as children do. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. So we're here to shine. We're here to uncover anything that we might have placed over that radiance, over that brilliance, over that light that is within us. Sometimes in life, we, they, we go through circumstances, there are situations that have allowed us to believe these falsehoods. Maybe we believed an opinion that somebody else had of us. We believed maybe just a false belief that we had about ourselves. Or we got caught up in the expectations or what society expects us to do or what society expects us to look like. And we use those as the benchmark of happiness. I'll be happy when fill in the blank. I get that new job or I find that perfect relationship, or I buy that new house. But I believe that true happiness happens when they allow us to see a different side of ourselves and maybe uncover another part of ourselves, whether it's a friendship, whether it's family, or maybe it's just somebody that we meet in our day-to-day activities, but something within that interaction reveals another piece of ourselves to us and sometimes it may reveal something that we weren't quite ready to see but whether it's you know, positive or negative or it, somewhere in between, the journey of life is about remembering our truth and giving ourselves full permission to stand in that space to stand in our brilliance I know for me there's this element of relationships that there are paths path to remembering. And so I invite you to just take a moment and think about someone who you admire. Think about a quality that they have that you would like to have within yourself. I'm thinking about a friend of mine who I consider to be fearless, regardless of what life, you know, brings to her, she is able to persevere and she is able to just not waver. She may waver a little bit, but then she comes back to center and she keeps moving forward. So fearlessness. And so what's that quality that you have thought of, of a friend of yours or just somebody who you admire? Because here's the thing, we are all mirrors for one another you would not be able to see that quality in somebody else if it didn't exist within you already. And so sometimes it's about getting those things out of the way, whatever those things are, that are keeping you, that are keeping us from seeing that divinity, from seeing that light, from seeing that quality. Our pathway is an amazing journey, but sometimes there's some twists and turns along the way and sometimes we just get caught and that's totally fine. Have you found yourself in this space of not necessarily noticing your own brilliance? That's okay. You're not alone. We need each other to support one another in remembering our truth and revealing our truth And sometimes we need some other people to help us take off whatever has been covering up that brilliance, that shine. And so I think our life is a journey, a journey of remembering. And so tonight I have three rules to help reveal the diamond within. And if you don't like the word rules, three reminders to help you uncover the diamond within. The first one is stop comparing yourself to others. Now that one's a tricky one, especially in our social media age because we see these images of people who appear to be happy, who appear to be having this amazing time in life, but the thing is we only see a snippet of what's going on. We don't see what's going on behind closed doors. We don't see what's going on before they get all dolled up, before they put on their makeup, before they put on their amazing clothes with their amazing family before them. Social media and media itself has the propensity to give us a false sense of what happiness is supposed to look like. But when we are able to come back into center and to remember our own truth, remember our own light, And to stand in that space, that's where the true happiness is able to seep through and be revealed. And so your second reminder is to just allow yourself to be right where you are. There is no rush to get to this specific destination because right where you are, if you love yourself right where you are, even if this isn't the final destination, this isn't the final place where you want to be, that will support you and encourage you to keep going. It will allow you to make the connections that you need to make because loving ourselves, sometimes I think it's easy to take that for granted. And sometimes I think in our society, some people see that as being self-absorbed or selfish. But I see loving ourselves as filling our own cup, giving ourselves permission to love ourselves first, and then so that we can love others from the overflow. So love yourself first. Be willing to be right where you are. And the third reminder is to stop allowing other people's opinions of you determine your worth. I know sometimes that is hard because we think that they know what's best. They know what's best for us and therefore we think that their opinion matters more. But that's so not true. Somebody once said, and I don't remember who it was, but other people's opinions of you is none of your business. What other people think of you is none of your business good, bad, or indifferent, that's their journey, that's their own stuff, really. Because if we allow other people to dictate how we feel, I think that's just a recipe for disaster. I think sometimes allowing ourselves to let go of anyone who may not be able to see you know, our light And if anyone is uncomfortable with you sharing your brilliance and you shining your light, I invite you to resist the temptation to dim your light and instead, give them a pair of sunglasses. That's their problem. When we're here to shine, we're here to shine as brightly as possible because that's who we came here to be. When we love ourselves, we have the power to be true to who we are. We have the power to stand in our pure potentiality. And then we're able to see the brilliance, the lights all around us and everyone around us. And again, as we let our own light shine, we give other people permission to do the same and sometimes this journey is is just fascinating you know the times or the situations or the circumstances where we cover up our light it's just a moment of maybe forgetting or maybe it's a moment of feeling uncomfortable and that's okay that's okay we're not expected to do it perfectly but the thing is God sees our perfection in every moment. She doesn't get caught up in the imperfections that we see or we think or we imagine. God sees the pure light that each and every one of us are, the pure possibility that is ripe within us if we're willing to do that inner work. So are you willing To be on this inner journey, to do the work that is called in order to reveal that diamond that is within you. With all of the relationships that are around us, allowing those relationships to help us polish off that diamond, to help us shine a little bit brighter, to help us remember who we are, who we came here to be and to stand in that space unapologetically. We're here on purpose. We're here at this moment in time to shine our light, to share our gifts, and to be the most brilliant expression of who we came here to be. And so our reminders this evening are to stop letting other people, their opinions of you, don't let them dim your light. Love yourself right where you are and stop comparing yourself to others. Allow your light to shine and allow yourself to be in a space surrounded by other people who see that light who see your magnificence and who celebrate it. Because we're here to celebrate each and every one of our lights. We're here to mirror our light back to one another. We're here to see God within each person that we meet. And so Gianna has a song for us this evening that will help us to anchor in a little bit more to remember the truth of who we are and who we came here to be. And so I invite you to sing along and allow the words to wash over you. And remember, you are the light.
3: I invite you at this time to get comfortable. I invite you to take a breath. Bring yourself from your head to your heart. God is all there is. God is everything. God is the smallest subatomic particle to the perimeters of the universe. God is light. God God is health, peace, abundance, happiness harmony god enfolds me at all times god unfolds you at all times there's only one life and that's god's life and i declare here and now that each one of us is a divine spark that god is and i invite you this time to say aloud the names of the people you would like this prayer for, even yourself. For peace of mind, for abundance, for harmony in relationships, and for healing. And I know that this is our birthright. And we are not alone. God is right where we are. We are the diamonds in the rough. And we shine bright. And I'm so grateful for this time to pray together. That knowing that our birthright is that divine light. I'm grateful for Reverend Michelle, for her blessed talk this evening. I'm grateful for the Mile High community, for everyone. And I just release my prayer to the law knowing that it is done, it is heard, that we are the divine spark that God is. And I release my word with much heartfelt love. And so it is. Thank you for listening to the Mile High Church Podcast. This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners like you. If you'd like to make a donation, please visit us at milehighchurch.org. Have a fabulous day.